Thanks for tuning in to Junto Podcast, Episode 21 on Community Leadership with Shelby Joe Moore, Assistant Vice President of Fidelity Bank in West Memphis, Arkansas, and owner of SJM Event Enhancement. Enjoy the show, and thanks for stopping by. Well, welcome to the Junto Podcast. Yeah. Uh, here with Shelby Joe, and what what an honor it is to be with you. You oh know, my gosh, I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> I know we kind of we've connected. I'm thinking yes. about that one time. Do you remember we did that celebrity? Yes, thing at, yes. Um, uh-huh. Where was that? Colton's? Or I somewhere? see you around. <laughs> you're 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 moving and grooving. Yeah, just like you. And you know, we wanted to we wanted to kind of do a, a community spotlight on on some of the. The awesome things happening in our community, but yeah. also with with some of our own people here right. at Victory Church. You know, we got some real what I'll call movers and shakers, community influencers, people mm-hmm. who you know understand the idea of stewardship, and uh, you know who kind of lead from a perspective of faith. So let let's hop right in. Yeah. Uh, you girl, you got it going on. Uh, like seriously, no. I mean, I got a lot going on. I don't know about got it going on. You do. You got a lot going on. And how in the world? I mean, uh, you're the new what assistant vice president, or yeah. what's your official uh-huh. title at Fidelity? Assistant vice president. That was a shocker this Christmas. So that was new. Goodness. Um, so yeah, assistant fidelity's vice been good to me. I love yeah. that place. I want to get into that in yeah. just a second, but but also you have taken on a new mm-hmm. venture with you're extremely creative too. We were talking about doing the podcast yeah. and like this kind of stuff, but you know, you do the same kind of stuff with right. graphic design and. How it's, did that all come about? It's always been a hobby. I mean, when I was younger, I was artistic, but. Sports always kind of overshadowed that for me. I never really got yeah. to dive into it. But like over the years, I've just done stuff for family and friends. You know, I love making somebody's special moment or like yes. their time to shine and just like enhancing in the, wow. that for them. Yeah. And so I don't know. It just kind of build and build and build. <laughs> and then I'm like, all right, why am I not doing this? Exactly. <laughs> you know? My gosh. Yeah. And I want to unpack all that in just a second. But on top of that, you know, you're a wife and a mm-hmm. mom. Uh, so, so that's the best. <laughs> that is that's the, the best. best one. I mean, that's why yeah. we do like the other two, right? Right. right. To, yeah. To enhance that. Yeah. Uh, but let's talk a little bit about. Let's start back with Fidelity. That's uh-huh. you know, for someone your age, mm-hmm. that is a huge title, and uh, you know, I think it's a big deal in Crittenden County in our community. We see that you're part of pretty much every business function, like uh, openings, grand openings, right. and ribbon cuttings. How? You know, you did mention sports, and I know you were big into softball in mm-hmm. college, but how mm-hmm. did you transition that into a professional career? How did that all happen? So, um, I always, I always, I don't think this is talked about enough, especially with people, young kids in their 20s and stuff. Um, when I got out of college, it seems like I have it all together now, but when I was in my 20s after softball, I didn't really know what my next big thing was, what my wow. purpose was. Yeah. And I I was really lost in that aspect um, of just, okay, what is my purpose? Exactly. Where am I going with this? I came back, I moved back here, and I tried a handful of different jobs. Um, and I kind of just, I want to let young people know it's okay to try things yeah. and realize this is cool, but this isn't me. Yeah. yeah you know, exactly. it's not a failure it's just a growth. Wow. And so um, it's easy to look at 
what I'm doing now and be like, oh, that's really cool. But in my early 20s, I had no idea. Yeah. I knew I was in the business of people. I right. love people. Yeah. Um, but as far as exactly what I was going to end up doing, I was searching, searching, yeah. searching, searching. And I finally just ended up changing my prayer. Wow. Just God put me where you think I need to be. Wow. And then once I started kind of looking at it that way and praying about that, doors just kind of started opening. And it's really weird because I wasn't seeking out all mm-hmm. of this. Right. Wow. Um, I thought I'd end up in sales or something real, exactly. you know. And But this position is just, it, feel, it felt like home to me. Wow. And um, so I'm just really grateful for for what God would do with that. But I don't, I, I want to let younger people know that it's okay to not wow. have it figured out. It's okay to try different things. Exactly. You know, try different jobs. If you don't like it, move on to something else. You're not wow. failing. Exactly. So I just think that's a big thing right now. I feel like kids in college have so much pressure. You yeah, know, exactly. To just feel like as soon as they get out, they have to know exactly where they want to end up. That's huge. and that's just not true. Exactly. It's you know, not. I mean, I, I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. Uh, I had no idea, and I probably changed my mind twenty or thirty times. Yeah. Uh, but but it is awesome to hear yeah. your story and to say, hey, it's okay to try new things. Yeah. But you know, when you started at Fidelity, did mm-hmm. you see this happening? I mean, you know, was this just kind of one of those things where you're like. <laughs> Let me try this and yeah. see what happens and if it doesn't work. I realized when I got to Fidelity that so many doors were opening up and I was like, I'm not gonna let these opportunities pass me by. Wow. So I'm just gonna dive in head first. Um I did feel kind of young, but who else was gonna do it? You know, you know, that's the thing Dude. is if I'm not gonna do it, you know, somebody's gotta fill these spots. And um Fidelity opened those doors for me, and I will forever be grateful to just the world that it opened me up to because they let me dive into the community head first, and they asked no questions and just as, you know, they want me to be involved in every aspect of the community because we're grateful, wow. you know, for this community to let us thrive as long as we have. So so I'm really grateful for them and um, just the the wide range of possibility that I... you It's funny because you said something that I actually had written down. Uh, Episode 21, by the way, we are talking about community leadership and what it means to be a leader. And, you know, you said something that that was one of my exact thoughts, and that is when you're in leadership, sometimes you don't see yourself as a leader. You may not even see yourself the way other people do, and you don't want to be called a leader, but at the same time... If you don't fill that role, like yeah. if I'm not filling that role, there's got to be somebody that's going to step up and right. do it, and why not me? And yeah. I think I think leadership and understanding that principle is huge. It, and yes. it, it's not an ego thing. It's not mm-hmm. about, you know, it's not about wanting to be praised as a leader, but it is a realization that, okay, You remember that movie Robots? It's like an animated movie. There's a line in there: "See a need, fill a need." And I always think about that. You know, it's like, okay, you see that there is an area of opportunity and growth, and if I don't step in and do that, you know, who is? Why not me? You know. To piggyback off that, I remember a sermon that um, Pastor Michael. Oh, it stuck with me so bad. It was. if don't be a consumer, you know, be a producer. Yes. And that's the thing. How am I going to live here, raise my kids here, 
and just consume what everybody else is doing if I'm not producing. That's exactly right. And that it's I, that just really resonated with me, and I I love that. Yeah, I, I've, I've remembered that since since it came out of his mouth. That's true. You know, it's funny because it, it's so relevant to me to have you on as as a community leader. Obviously, this is a, a faith driven, community driven, unity driven right. podcast. But <clears throat> I think there are so many principles that are applicable here, mm-hmm. you know, just like you're saying, uh, this idea of being a, a producer and not a consumer only, it's a spiritual concept. You mm-hmm. know, you want to be a producer, uh, not only in the kingdom of God, but what, what does that look like for me just as a citizen, you right. know, in my own community? Yeah. Uh, so that, Absolutely. man, that is huge. And yeah. I, I couldn't agree more. And, you know, that takes me to, to the next thing, you know, we yeah. talked, or I want to talk, I guess, a little bit about your new venture. You know, I know you've been active with Fidelity, mm-hmm. uh, and and recently you've started, uh, I guess it's graphic, graphic design. design. And, mm-hmm. and I didn't want to limit it to that because yeah. it's really, what I love doing is just, I love making people feel special. I love enhancing their special moments. So. Yeah. Businesses opening, birthdays, weddings, you know, anything like that. I just want to give it the spotlight and the professionalism that it deserves because I just, I feel like if you present yourself, especially in today's world, with a really pretty digital, in a pretty digital way, it just gives it that final push, you know. It, it's nuts because I am the exact same way. Like, yeah. I, I will design a graphic for every right. little thing. Yeah. But, I, you know, I feel like the, for me, like, that's the first impression that first somebody's going to have about. I don't want someone to lose their moment. Yes. Because, you know, somebody doesn't really get what they're doing. Exactly. You know, so that that was my drive behind that is just simply. I want to help people get the attention they deserve. Yeah, that's awesome too because it's not something anybody can do. I call it, you know, having the eye. Right. Now, let's be honest; not everybody has the eye yeah. to do this kind of stuff. We all have different different <laughs> eyes for different things. For different things, yeah. yeah. That's okay. That's the way God made us, yeah. you know. But uh, it's so true. I always go back to thinking about, you know, when I see a catchy graphic or something like it peaks. I hate to say it, but it piques my interest. Yes. You know, it makes me want yes. a little more. Uh-huh. Uh, and I'll be the first one. Like, if the graphic doesn't look good, I'll be like, no, yeah. not even going <laughs> to. And I hate to be that way. We're moving on. <laughs> we're moving. The event could be good, <laughs> but if it's not represented right. like it's good, you lose interest. And I yeah. think it's so relevant in today's world, especially because we're very visual, visual. now with social media all these different right. social media platforms, and even, you know, in church. Uh, oh, y'all's graphics are beautiful. I, that's one of the things that I love most about the church. Not, <laughs> you know, that's not that important. But I love sitting there and just seeing the graphics and just the visuals of it. It yeah. just enhances it. It enhances yeah. it. Yeah, you know, we so, work I'm hard. Impressed. We, I'm impressed. Thank you. That's good to hear, yeah. you know. <laughs> We work hard at that, and it's not for our, a selfish reason, or it's yeah. not. But it is because you know we feel like this is somebody's first impression of right. victory. Before they ever walk through that door, they may see us online first, right? They or Facebook. S- Your Facebook is yes. amazing, and and that reaches so many people. I mean, I love seeing the the passages y'all post on Facebook and the little. St- those little short snippets of sermons yeah. can really wrap somebody in. I just think it's awesome that y'all do that. So yeah. I'm I'm impressed with y'all's 
digital. Well, good. That's good. To appearance. Hear. <laughs> we we try. We we're our goal is to kind of step things up. But yeah. For you know it. We use what we have, and I think that's another key point. You know, if, if you're out there, or, or I guess advice to somebody that might watch this, yeah. you know, start with what you have. Oh, I, I put out a tweet the uh-huh. other day, and it said something about look, starting with what you have is better than not starting at all. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. I think so many times we don't even try or we don't even start because we feel like, well, I don't have this or I don't have. Start with what you yeah, got. That's so good. You know? that's really good. Start with what you got. I like that. Yeah, because I've never really thought about it that way. You know, you you always hear there's never really a good time. You yeah, know, there's always yeah. going to be something. You can make all kinds of excuses. That's it. A lot of people have these little dreams, you know, that they're like, one day I'll do that one day. Yes. And you just got to start with what you got. It's so like, look, good. this is that one day. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, so awesome stuff. How yeah. how does all of that for you, because I know that, like, I know what it takes for us to do what we do here at the yeah. church, and I know you've got your your irons in the fires, you know, how do you manage all that with home, you know, and two boys, you know, know, it's insane. Two wild boys. Two wild boys. (laughs) I got girls, so I don't know nothing about boys, you know, So probably um, the next level. Yeah, I think, I don't know, I think it's easier to manage a lot when you know what your motivation is and you know Mm. what your drive is. Yeah. So for me, it's not an end goal. I don't really have an end goal in mind. I don't. Wow. I don't really have an end goal of where all this is leading, uh, but my motivation is I just want to make people's lives better. So I'm just trying to find different aspects of the community where I can assist and dive in, but I don't really know where that's going to lead. Yeah, yeah. But I know that my motivation is my dad always says, when you do the right things for the right reasons, neat stuff happens. Man, And that's just kind of how I'm trying to go about it is not so much – where is all this going to get me? Because exactly. I don't know where this is leading. Exactly. I really don't. I do not know where all of this is leading. I just know that I want to set an example for my kids that bloom where you're planted. You know, man, that's awesome. Just, I'm I'm here. I'm in Crittenden County. Yeah. Uh, I came back for my family, but I came back for the people too. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'll get real with you for a second. It, sure. Please. One of my biggest pet peeves, honestly, is people complaining about this area mm. and and I always say if you don't love Curtin County you ain't doing it right come on because here's the thing I love the people I love the land I love the there are amazing people here doing really amazing god-driven things yeah and you just have to open your eyes and see it and I just want to be like if you're not doing, if you're, you know, if you're not producing and you're just consuming, Come on. then why yes. are you complaining? Why are you complaining? There's so many beautiful things here, and people are so negative that they just won't open their eyes. I know. You know. You and, know what it, it? What you're hitting on really for me is like the idea of stewardship. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like it's like, man, God gives you something, take care of it. Right. You know what I mean? Steward the community that you're a part of. Yeah. Uh, steward. The blessings that God gives you, and right. I and, and I see you doing that. That's why I think it's important that we highlight the people that are what I call difference makers. You know, it's 
it's one thing to talk about things. We get people that come to us all the time and be like, well, you guys should do this at the church. We'll be what? like, absolutely. You, you want to lead help? it? <laughs> exactly. You want to do it? I love you want to help us? Lead? Yeah. You, and, and there's I a principle. It. I think it's called the Pareto principle. You might be familiar with that, but yeah. it says that 20% of the people do 80% right. of the work. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, yeah. you have the same a few people that, that are running the show, you know, and we do need people to step up. And I agree. I hear, I hear people say that all the time. It's like, well, we're in Crittenden County. Yeah. Look around. There's so much potential oh here. Gosh. Untapped. Yes. You know? Untapped potential. And it's like, bloom where you're planted. Yeah. You're obviously here for a reason. Instead of pouting. Yes. Get, roll up your sleeves and find a way <laughs> to, you know, give back to the place that you're living. I, I don't, I wish that people could see what people like you and, and myself, we see in this place. Yeah. Because it's a beautiful place. You just got to open your eyes. It's home, man. Yeah. And it it's so diverse, too. You have people from all walks of life and different communities. And, mm-hmm. you know, there's just a lot to offer yeah. here. And maybe one day, you right. know, other, you know well, people will catch the vision yeah. and... But amazing stuff you're doing in the community. Thank uh, you, I appreciate it. There, there's some universal principles of leadership that yeah. kind of carry over regardless of the profession. And mm-hmm. I want to talk about some attributes of a leader real quick. So mm-hmm. in your eyes, mm-hmm. what are some characteristics uh, in your mind when you think of a leader or leadership? What are some things that come to mind? What are some attributes that you think of? Oh, <laughs> there's a lot of different types of leaders. Um, That's true. And there's a lot of good leaders, but I think truly the best leaders um, in my experience, whether that be a coach or a, a boss, mentor, are people that truly listen to, you know, your goals, your professional goals, wow. your personal goals, yeah, um, and make it personal because – when you invest in people, people show up for you. A hundred percent. And genuinely invest. Don't fake invest. Exactly. Be be you real. Know? Be concerned. You know? Right. And just, I think that's so huge is just invest in your people. Invest in your people that you're trying to lead. Show up for them. Make make dinner for them if they're having a hard time. You know, um, don't just take what they're giving you. Yeah. Try to, try to hear what they want to accomplish, you know. Well, it's so crazy you say that because authenticity is huge. And mm-hmm. I, I, I can promise you people will f- see right through it if oh, you're gosh. not genuine. You know, it's yeah. one thing to say you're something or right. to portray you're something. But, you know, if people hang around you long enough, right. they're going to they're gonna see if it's real or not. Yeah. So, man, that's huge. Yeah. Like, really... Investing, investing in the people, showing up mm-hmm. for them, man, that that is awesome. Yeah, got I goosebumps think. here. Oh. <laughs> just thinking about that, that's so cool. Um, what else? What else do you think about? What oh, do you? Oh gosh, <laughs> I know. I'm okay. like putting you on the spot so, here. Um, oh, and you know, <laughs> I think it's always easy to think that your ideas are the best. Wow. You know, when you're yeah. so passionate about something. But I think that's that's a big one. Is just the best leaders welcome other ideas. Wow. And welcome somebody who's collaborating with you. Don't, you know, speak over them. Let them let them bring their idea to the table. Wow. And then come together with that. I think the best leaders, you know, 
I heard a quote the other day, and it's like, if you're in a room and you're the smartest one there, you need to go to another room. Wow. And that's the thing is just, you know, hang around other people who have good yeah, ideas. Yeah. And then that's when really cool stuff happens. You don't want to be the one in the room with everything going on, all the ideas, all the, you know, you don't, you don't want that. That's so I mean, good. And it, golly, I think, I, <laughs> man, you're just saying some really good yeah. stuff. But it, it's true. You know, I think sometimes leaders think, uh, maybe young leaders think that they have to be the one that that has everything going on, but that's yeah. the thing. A good leader knows how to pull and you not not use you, people, yeah, but right. utilize uh, people's talents. strengths, other people's and talents. talents. Yes, yeah. uh, for for the vision, whether right. it's an organization or a church, yeah, uh, whatever it is. Uh, so that is powerful, yeah. and Just, and I think a good leader doesn't have the ego. A good leader is confident yeah. enough and secure enough. To understand, okay, wait a minute, you know, these, right. are, these people, that this is why I'm successful. Right. It's not because of me, but it's about the team that I'm building. Yeah. Uh, man, so that's awesome. Yeah. That's powerful. Just a mentality of like, I think our culture, I, I think our generation, I'll, there's pros and cons to our generation. <laughs> we all know that. As there are all. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, one really profound thing that I think our generation is doing is really setting boundaries on work-life balance. Wow. Which is huge. I think it's mm-hmm. huge. Goodness, um, yeah. You know, I want whatever job I'm in, whatever project I'm on, the most important thing to me at the end of the day is to go home and put my phone away and and be with my kids be and present. cook dinner. And, yes. and when you can find an environment where that's welcomed, you know, where a leader allows you to have that personal wow. life aside of your professional life, that's that's when things really start to drive. So I think that's another good one is just leaders that allow you. You were not put on this earth by God to, you know, work yourself in the grave. Yeah. We were put on this earth to to build relationships and help others and grow. And, and so when you can find something that you can have those balance out, that's a good, that's a true leader. Yeah, a hundred percent. You know, know, we stress the idea of community all the time. Like we were made to be in community, right. you know, and that is huge. Yeah. I mean, a good leader understands that. And I think, you know, from a leadership standpoint, if you really want to to maximize your team and take things to the next level, mm-hmm. you have to have that understanding. You know yeah. what I mean? And you have to genuinely care about people. Yes. So that's yes. huge. And some leaders don't. Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah. So, I, some leaders. Yeah, I don't know right. what we call them. Right. That, but yeah, yeah. And I, I've had my share of yeah. those. But yeah. It, which is a good segue into the next. Yeah. So, so what are some challenges or oh. maybe what are, uh, what do you find most difficult in some cases about being a leader? Okay, so <laughs> challenges uh, that, that come with leading for myself, right? Yes. Is that where we're yes. going with this? Okay. Sure. Um, mm, okay, I would say a big one is, you know, that that work, that balance. Mm, um, for sure. Sometimes when I get so passionate about things, I, it, I get consumed in it. And that's a hard one for me just to be able to, okay, put it away. Yes. And then truly remember that I would not even be in that situation at all without, you know, the direction of God, you know, without God placed me in that position. So are there times, yes, I I mean, honestly, where at night I could work more or I could read my devotional. Yeah. Am I tempted to work a little more, you know, (laughs) but I, I, 
that's hard, you know, just Super pulling hard. yourself back in and being like, no, that's really not number yeah, one. Yeah. But when you're passionate oh, about things, sometimes it's hard to it's, lay it down. I'm the same way because like a lot of what I do, uh, video editing, yes, whatever, you I can, can sit on the couch hours. and, do, you know, just sit yes. there and do it. And I'm like, man, so it is like finding that balance yeah. and being able to turn that off. It's like hard, you yes. know what I mean? And uh, Heather, my, you know, she's like that too. So it's like, man, where yeah. do we go from here? You know, we yeah. both. So that is very tough. That's one of the yeah. things that that I've dealt with myself. And maybe maybe you've had this experience or not. I don't know. But one of the things I've dealt with, not that I'm this big leader or anything, but certainly oh. within the realm of the Pastor church. Jeremy, come <laughs> on, come on. You know, <laughs> toot your horn a little bit. Toot your me, own me, horn a little me, bit. Me. No, okay. <laughs> Uh, you know, sometimes dealing with expectations, whether that's expectations that I've put on myself yes. or the expectations of others, uh, how do you manage that? Is that something oh. you even deal with? Or oh, expectations? If- oh gosh, yes. I so that's that's huge for for athletes, especially. Um, wow. You know, I used to put just this enormous amount of pressure on myself, not to be perfect for anybody else, but to yeah. be perfect for myself. Wow. And that I have had to work. Mm. That has been, I mean, that's a huge flaw of mine, you know, is something I've had to really work at. And I finally feel like I'm a place in my life where, you know, those expectations are, they're silly. Gotcha. I mean, they're just you, silly. Yeah. You know, you know, you can't reach your full potential if you're just putting so much pressure on yourself to do these things. Yeah. You know, I mean, but yes, I've struggled with that um, for you know, as long as I can remember. Exactly. And I think you hit something that's really powerful. And that is, you know, that's what growth really is. Right. You know, when you're, when you're, I guess when you're young and ambitious, and maybe it's not even a young thing, but I feel like as you take on that leadership and as God is working in your life and you're maturing, that's when you see that growth happen. Yeah. And you have that light bulb and you're like, wait a minute, you know, Okay, I had some unrealistic expectations, right. and I tried my best to meet those. But I always take things back to faith, and even even sometimes we can beat ourselves up spiritually, yes. thinking I'm not good enough or man, you oh, know, yeah. I'm not living a life. You know, oh yeah, but taking it back to God's grace and goodness, oh, and, gosh, and yes. being able to go, okay, wait a minute, you know, I'm accepted yeah. uh, in Christ. God loves me, and and accepting who you are yeah you know, that's so huge and i don't think you quite grasp it until you get older exactly it's, i'm impressed if there are younger people uh, there are a handful but i'm, I'm right. impressed when there are younger people that just fully accept themselves exactly because that's that's a hard thing to do it's I mean, super it hard you know i was what i call a late bloomer i mean i've always had friends and right. been fairly social and things of that nature but in terms of like just me feeling confident in yeah. who I was and owning who you yeah, are, owning I, it. Now I feel like like I don't I didn't know you back then, but seeing you now, you own yourself, and that's you, you, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Which <laughs> is awesome. That's what you want to see in your pastor. Yeah, so. <laughs> and you own it. You you got to and man, thank God for that. You know yeah. because it it's challenging. I think if there's anybody young that's going to watch us, man, hang in there. Hang in there. You know what I mean. <laughs> you will figure out who you are. <laughs> A couple years. Eventually. <laughs> yes. Don't give up. Yes. You know. Yeah. Uh, 
Man, that's awesome, Shelby. Yeah. It, it's so honestly inspired, inspiring talking to you and hearing your journey and seeing everything that yeah. God is doing in your life. And what 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 I love most, maybe not most, but one of the things that is awesome is that, you know, you still are a woman of faith. Oh, 100%. You know, and talk to me, how has your faith played a role in your success, I guess, so to speak, right. or your career, you know? So I know it's kind of crazy to think about because if when I was at Ole Miss, if you would have told me that, you know, when I was 30, that I would be in Crittenden County working at Fidelity Bank, you know, really planning roots here, I would have probably told you you were crazy. Assistant VP, right. you know what I'm saying? Like- but I just had this whole other vision for my life. You know, I, I wanted to be a sports broadcaster. I wow. wanted to you know, go all across and travel and have these big jobs. And the thing is, is that when I started, like like I said earlier, changing my prayer, because I wasn't attaining that. Yeah. You know, I wasn't getting there. Right. And I think you, there comes a point in your mid-20s where you're like, okay, am I going to pout about it? Yeah. Or am I going to see what's going on. What what am I here for? Exactly. You know, and I started praying, put me where you want me. Put me where you want me. And I promise I'll roll up my sleeves and I'll yeah. get to work. And he did. Man. You know, and he did. And and doors have just kind of opened through just one after the other. And it's really crazy to look back on because God just put me in that position. I could have not dreamt that for myself. Yeah, exactly. You know, and that that's the crazy thing about faith is you can have this huge ambition for your life, but at the end of the day, the peace and the happiness that you're going to feel when God puts you where He wants Boom. you. That's it. You know, that is, there's no peace like that. You, you know, know, there is no peace like that. There is no peace, and it it's so great. And yeah. I'm thinking back because there were seasons in my life too where, you know, it's hard it's hard when you have to like come to that realization that okay, my life is not what I thought it <laughs> right. my, you know, it's not going like right. I planned it, yeah. but like you said when you when you relinquish that and you give yeah. it to God and you say, "Okay, enough of my plans. Obviously, they're not working out, Lord." Right. Um and you begin to to pray those prayers and say, "God, I just really I want to do what you want me to do. Yeah. Uh, Shelby, I never wanted to be in ministry. In fact, yeah. my dad was a pastor. I had a... I did not know that. Yeah, That's I had a awesome. real ugly yeah. experience <laughs> when I was a kid with ministry, yeah. and I was like, I'll never... But <laughs> but God has different plans, and right. it's crazy. And, you know, you said something that, that is so true, is that when you let God place you... Yeah. And and where he wants you, you have so much peace, and then you really feel like you're living your purpose. You do. I feel like there's so many people that are just out there lost. It, they have good jobs and stuff, but they yeah. don't feel like they have a purpose. Right. And it makes a difference when you're like, man, I know that that everything I have is because of God. I know that I'm operating where He wants yeah. me, and it. From a mental, emotional, physical standpoint, all of it, it matters. It yeah. makes a difference. Um. I do want to say something about purpose because I do feel like, too, people get um, discouraged. You don't have to have this huge purpose. Exactly. You know, God's purpose is enough, whether that be, 
you, you don't have to have these big job titles and you don't have to have, you know, success and money. True peaceful purpose to me is just blooming where you're planted. Yes. Affecting those that are around you and growing in faith with yourself, growing in faith with others, yes. giving to others, that's purpose. And it is. I think people get discouraged because they think purpose has to be huge. Right. Like I have to be a huge best selling author or an actress or but those don't bring a lot of times peaceful purpose. Exactly. You know, a lot of times peaceful purpose is more um when you lay down at night and you know, okay, I'm right where I'm meant to be. Man. You know, and so that I don't want people to think just because I've got these positions and um, I've got a lot of things going on right now that it's not the success yeah, yeah. That, that that fulfills my purpose. Exactly. It's the that I know I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. So I think that's hard for, for younger kids too in their 20s just to know that you don't have to have this huge well, elaborate purpose. Exactly. You know? you know, and I think younger people they're chasing position, not purpose. You know what I and mean? Fame. Yeah, and they're chasing that views. Yeah, TikTok views. <laughs> Come on, and a lot of them get a TikTok viral. If or you're whatever, viral, you, know? you think that's going to bring you purpose and peace, but it's not. Yeah, it's exactly. Not. You know, you may have a. a TikTok go viral, something, but at yeah. the end of the day, you know, you could still be empty on the inside, right. no matter how many views you're getting. Yeah. So. Uh, I couldn't agree more, you know, uh, blooming where you're planted, letting God use you, mm-hmm. doing things that matter, that yes. that will uplift others, yes. that will encourage others. And man, at the end of the night, when you when you lay your head down, you're just like, okay, thank yes. you, God. You know, you can do that with peace. Yes. Um, so good. So give us a parting word, you know, oh, to the next generation. I, oh. I'm, big, I'm big into the next generation, <laughs> yes. yeah. you know, because... Not only from a standpoint of faith uh-huh. and instilling faith into the next generation, but you know, so many young people are lost right now. Gosh. They don't have mm-hmm. mentors. So, if you could give any advice to mm-hmm. to a young person, Ooh. what would that be? And it doesn't necessarily have to be uh, on leadership, but right, right. You know, what- okay, um, I would just say, really, like romanticize the life that God has given you. Wow. You know, look at the sunset and go home and make cookies for your neighbor, you know, or see that someone's struggling and ask them to go to lunch and enjoy a bath. You know, like romanticize the life that God gave you. And when you start seeing everything as beautiful, even in a really small town, then everything truly is beautiful. Yes. When you start seeing that, like, I have a car and I can drive around in it and I can go grab food pretty much whenever I want or have it door dashed to my house. Come on. Like, romanticize (laughs) the life that God gave you. Stop searching for something bigger and better because a lot of the times you where you're at right now if you just pay attention to those little things everything starts looking really pretty yes. and beautiful it's perspective it, it? It, it, it's it how is you're viewing the world uh you know pay attention and, to the sunsets here because i guarantee you you won't see them anywhere else exactly and pay attention to the people here because i have lived in other towns I've lived in Nashville. I've lived in Oxford, two thriving communities. Wow. And I can tell you that you will not find people 
in those ta- in those bigger cities and towns that you do here. You know, man, that's awesome. And when you start paying attention to people, paying attention to your neighbors, paying yeah. attention to your church family, you learn that you know we're all just trying to love this life that God gave us. Come on. Dang. You know? So Powerful. that that would be my last, you know, final thing is just romanticize the life that God gave you. There's so much beauty in it. Man, awesome, awesome. You heard that, young people, yeah. romanticize it. You know, thank God. Let, uh, it reminds me of that song, you know, it's an old hymn, count your blessings, name yes. them one by one. But when you begin to do that and you're like, oh my gosh, I have so much to be thankful right. for. And uh it's the truth. And yeah. Shelby, that's what makes a great leader. And I think that's why you are oh, I appreciate an amazing leader because yeah. for you, I know it, I, I can genuinely feel it's not about that title. But I'll also say, too, it's because of your perspective and your motivation mm-hmm. and your intent. That's why God is blessing the mess out of you. So keep doing well, what you're doing. I appreciate that. Uh, you as well. You're making you credit well. count. I am, yes. I am just so grateful, honestly, to be a part of this church. Um, it is special, and you can feel it. Awesome. And I try to spread the word as much as I can because I have never felt the presence like I do here. Wow. So I just want to commend y'all because the love that is felt here, it, it puts you at peace. Perfect. So Awesome. Y'all Thank do a great job. Thank you for that job. word of encouragement. Really appreciate it. Yeah. Guys, Shelby Joe, uh, yeah. go check her out. Uh, use her awesome graphic design. Yeah. We'll put a link to uh, her Facebook page. You got a website? No, nope, just Facebook okay. right now. That's all yeah. you need. Yeah. I mean, my <laughs> I mean, gosh. Yeah. So, yeah. Definitely thanks for stopping yeah, by. We thanks really, so much. really appreciate it. And you are an amazing leader. Oh, my so. gosh. I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs>